listeners. Welcome back to Hussman FC. I'm Nicola Volpi. It's great to have you here. For those of you joining us for the first time, welcome. We hope you will enjoy what you're about to hear. Today, you'll hear my interview with Philippe Sasson from Saint-Ambrose FC. Saint-Ambrose was the first Italian football club for refugees and asylum seekers recognized by the Italian Football Federation. And on the conversation, you'll hear very interesting points uh, raised by Philip and myself analyzing everything from how they're doing on the pitch to how the current political situation in Italy is impacting them to how others can draw inspiration from what's happening in Milano at the moment. Conversation was something a little different, uh, but that's what we try to do here at Hosman FC. If you haven't already, please do us a favor, click that subscribe button, give us a rating, a review if you can, and even better, share this with one, two, three friends that you think might be interested. The more we grow the podcast, the more we can provide you with content such as this and continue investing our time, energy, and effort into it. Other than that, listeners, I'll be back with Roy Cycli soon and a bunch of other guests. And now, without further ado, my conversation with Philip Sasson of Sant'Ambrose FC. Enjoy. Listeners, sometimes the best, most purpose-driven football stories are found beyond the bright lights. A few months ago, I was fascinated to learn about a football club founded for refugees and asylum seekers coming out of my birthplace, Milan. ASD Sant'Ambrose is the first club of its kind to be recognized by the Italian Football Federation. Love tackles, hate racism, their slogan says it all. But how did this club come about? How has it been received? And what does the future hold for Sant'Ambrose within the wider Italian political context? Joining me today to discuss all of this is Philip Sasson, director and player at Sant'Ambrose. Philip, welcome to Hosman FC. Hello, Nicola. Thank you. Welcome, everybody. Great to have you here, Philip, um, live from, from Milan. And Philip, tell me a bit the origin story of Sant'Ambrose. How did the idea and the inspiration come about? Okay, I'm telling this story even if I wasn't there the day the Sant'Ambrose was established. And uh, it was uh, June 2018. But I joined the club um, much later, uh, I'd say June 2021. But the idea, um, it came spontaneously. It, it, was, uh, um, it was this, this spontaneous uh, consequence of a genuine fact that was already um, there uh, in, in Milano, uh, because since 2015, there were two um, popular football teams let's say, um, playing for the WISP championship, which is an amateur championship uh, that is easier to, um, even for, for the level, it's easier also uh, to, to be um, associated to, to, this, um, to this association. Sorry for the uh, word game. And um, so from these two teams, uh, which were uh, composed uh, only by asylum seekers, uh, it came uh, the idea of um, 
having all these people playing for the federation also uh, like as um, a provocation or or a test on society and, uh -huh. and i'm thinking let's see what would happen having uh, for the first time um a team uh, made uh, of, of migrants in uh, um in a context uh, which is italian football uh, that is full of um, contradictions uh, full of uh, episodes uh, that um, that recall many times uh, racism and uh, mm -hmm. and other discriminations uh, in other forms so um, these two teams merged together and created the, the Santambrose, which was um, uh, characterized from the idea uh, that everybody that lives in Milano, I say Milano because I like the Italian pronunciation. Yes, of, of course. Um, everybody that lives in Milano uh, is a Milano inhabitant. Everybody is Milanese. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Who lives Milano is Milanese. And um, so all the team, all the colors and the concept uh, comes out from uh, the idea of being Milanese. Yeah, uh, so the, the, the Red Cross uh, on a white background, uh, the pigeon as, um, as our logo um, and the name, uh, the, the, the patron, uh, the same patron of, of the city. Um, so uh, everything brings uh, to um, almost perfect idea of uh, of what is uh, what, what characterizes Milano. So um, the flag and and mm -hmm. the most uh, the, the, the animal that that most uh, you find uh, more more often around, and sometimes leaves a little present on your head. The pigeon in Milano. Happened yeah, to yeah, me before. We, yeah. we we used to say in Italian uh, there's um, uh, an idiom uh, that says uh, il piccione caga in testa tutti, which means literally pigeon uh, shit on everybody's head. Exactly. That, that, that in Italian means uh, to to beat everybody in uh, in every context. Exactly, and so I mean an an amazing story, and to affirm on one point you made about seeing this as a bit of a a social experiment, a social provocation, if you will. When I heard about it, you know, um, I said, wow, interesting that this is happening in Italy, right? Because like you said, Italian football, um, not the most progressive, right? Um, yeah. Italian society and culture undergoing, you know, contextually a lot of an identity crisis, if you will, with, with migration in general, with the idea, right? How has the social experiment worked, do you think, of Santambrose? So when, when the team was established, when the idea came out, uh, there have been, uh, let's say, three different uh, responses, three different feedbacks from um, principally uh, from migrants at, at one side, and mm -hmm. on, on the other hand, uh, that there was society, uh, mm -hmm. like Italian society. Um, so migrants, uh, about migrants, uh, I have to say the, 
the response was was very good, but it was unthinkable to uh, to have a bad response uh, because it was uh, it was already a phenomenon that was that, that was happening. Uh, that there were already uh, plenty of of people playing football uh, uh, like w- without any. Um, Forcings, uh, you know, it, it was already a fact. So the Saint Ambrose borns towards a need. Okay, it it, mm-hmm. it is um, an answer to a need, and the need was a football team that could uh, um, could gather yeah. um, migrants uh, and uh, and people that needed to play even if their documents were in, in rule. Um, so this was migrants' um, response. And uh, uh, then the idea was received uh, in, in, a double, in a double way from society mm. uh, because um, on, on one hand, uh, there, is a big, there, 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 there has been a, a big... Uh, shitstorming on on social networks okay um, related to to an article of um, of Milano today which mm-hmm. is a, a web tabloid a web sorry a web um, <laughs> newspaper and um, and on after this article that the, the, there has been a, a big shitstorming about uh, like with um, racist uh, comments, uh, mm. um, and uh, it, it wasn't it, it wasn't good to to to, to receive all this hate uh, no, on imagine. social networks, uh, and this was um, was let's say the the, the bad response. And uh, on the other hand, uh, we launched a crowdfunding, uh, starting from this uh, shitstorming. Uh, by the way, and uh, it has been very, very successful. And uh, this crowdfunding led us let us um, uh, establish uh, economically the um, the football team. So uh, not every uh, bad thing uh, then <laughs> comes for uh, for killing. Uh, but so this time, uh, this shitstorming has helped us to to gather much more consensus from uh, the other side, uh, the one that supported us and mm-hmm. wanted us to to be born. Yes, and I mean, it's you know disgusting in many aspects. Of course, the the reception sometimes these things get, and it just gets amplified by by social media, right? Like you said, racist incidents on social media now. And oftentimes it's these small minority groups with extreme opinions that voice them the loudest, right, on social media. Do you feel like, on balance, though, there is much more support for your initiative as Santambros than, you know, blocking against it? Yeah, yeah, I have to say there is much more support than blocking. Uh, uh, also, because uh, I, I think people in general um, prefer to love something uh, than hating something as their first uh, priority. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so if someone just hates Santa Ambrosa, um, 
it's not the the, the first um, thing you thing you think uh, in the morning uh, hating Santa Ambrose. But if you love Santa Ambrose, uh, probably the first thing that you can think in the morning is how can I help Santa Ambrose. Yes. Yes. So, so like um, speaking of speaking and talking about numbers, uh, yes, uh, support has been much more than uh, than the blocking. And you know, you talked about how to keep the club going. Of course, you you did a crowdfunding campaign. But how do you logistically? How do you get the word out there? How do you find the players? Once you find the players. Maybe they don't all speak the language together. How do you how do you form a group uh, that is then also successful on the pitch? Like I know you guys have been. Okay, uh, now we are coming to um, you know um, a more consistent part of uh, Saint Ambrose story, mm-hmm. uh, which is um, uh, very from a point of view of of the composition of the team uh, it has changed a lot okay it has changed a lot uh, due to many reasons but uh, if if at the beginning uh, there were only migrants for one single team today we have um, four teams made by people coming from all over the world so it it is a project that um for also for needs uh, and not only for uh, um, um, a smaller presence of migrants uh, uh, around the, the the around us you know around the project uh, it was uh, it was a way to uh, open our arms to to everybody with no limitations uh, and uh, no discrimination even for white Italians, uh, okay. heterosexual white Italians. Mm-hmm. So, um, and also the team uh, welcomes everybody that is, um, uh, everybody that wants to help the, the team, uh, help uh, the organization. So no limits, no boundaries for us. And uh, now we have a female team mm-hmm. since uh, 2021. Uh, then we have um, an amateur team that plays the um, an, another championship called um, CSI. CSI. Yeah. <laughs> um, and for us, it's easier to um, to make documents uh, for many migrants. Uh, with this championship and um, and FIGC, so the FIGC, the Federation um, team uh, is uh, is still um, a bit a melting pot, mm-hmm. but uh, it, it has also a, a criteria of um, agonism. So right. players, players are uh, selected for this team also for agonism uh, and not, not only for uh, their origins uh, or you know uh, their story yeah highly competitive now right i mean i saw you guys were in the terza categoria uh, and promoted to the seconda categoria i believe right yeah yeah we we won the championship uh, three years ago the first year i came well wow. um and that was the year also uh, in which the the melting pot has verified uh, mainly 
Okay. Uh, it was after the, the the COVID season. We had we had two COVID seasons in Italy. Right. Uh, uh, the first one, 2020, uh, has been uh, uh, you know blocked uh, after. Uh, let's say three quarters or two thirds of of the championship. Uh, then the year later, 2021, only three matches have been played, mm. uh, and the season hasn't been played at all. So that year was, was has been very useful to us because uh, in the very same year, in 2020, uh, we entered in a um, sport facility in a new sports center because we hadn't won before we were like loaning uh, the, the pitch. Uh, and from 2020, we had uh, this big opportunity, this big challenge uh, that has led to another crowdfunding. Uh, and now we we have the, the luck to, to run this place, uh, this sports facility with uh, other two um, other two sports uh, organizations and realities that have more or less the the same ideals that we that, that we bring on and uh, starting from that moment uh, we were able to build more teams and uh, and having a more compact and stable uh, project even if now uh, the costs are higher can imagine uh, than <laughs> before and <laughs> this is our struggle our biggest struggle okay and I can imagine there's, you know, when a refugee or an asylum seeker, you know, is is moving abroad from their country for for whatever reason, maybe fleeing war, whatnot, seeking a better life, that they may, and they may love football and they may sign up to play for Santa Bruce, they may be very good, but they may only be in Milano for a transitory period, right? I mean, are you having a lot of players that are just joining you for one, two, maybe three seasons and then moving on? Or how is that working? I think, uh, I, I think that the, the, the first two seasons that were the seasons I, I, I didn't play for Santambros, even if I played with, uh, for another team uh, of, of the same championship. Mm-hmm. So I played against Santambros before, okay. before moving to the team. And um, I think this is the case of, of many, many players of the first two seasons that I haven't met. Then I have met many players uh, that stayed and uh, also new ones that came uh, after I, I did. And about them, no, everybody was, uh, was stable in Milano uh, without the, or the willing or the, um, you know, being obliged to to move all right and in terms of because i imagine there's probably a lot of a lot of players that are now getting an opportunity to you know do what they love to not think about you know all all the other issues they have have there been you know some players where you say wow these guys are incredibly talented, incredibly skilled. Thank God that Santambrus gave them the opportunity to showcase. I have to say yes. Okay. Um, it, it, it happened too uh, when, like, this was uh, also when when I wasn't there. The uh, the other people they they told me about uh, they told me about many uh, good players uh, that were like 
were a difference in the pitch. Uh-huh. Uh, they, they made the difference in the pitch on the pitch. Um, personally, I met one. Okay. Uh, I met one guy coming from Gambia. His name is Usman, and I think that. Even if he doesn't love to run, to train a lot, uh, okay. just just talking about his his technique and 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 feet, could play without problems on the fourth Italian category. Wow! So, yeah, it's like a semi-professional uh, championship. Like I I haven't seen a, a better player than him with with the ball between his feet. Uh, even even if uh, maybe he he hasn't attended uh, you know ten years of uh, of uh, football school uh, like uh, every I don't know Italian or uh, Mediterranean European sure. uh, uh, child uh, can can have the, the the opportunity to to attend. Yeah. So it is a big pleasure to 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 see guys like him uh, playing on a pitch uh, with uh, with you know this genuine talent uh, that uh, has has been trained yes but with with other means uh, and uh, and possibilities. Amazing, amazing. Usman from uh, from the Gambia. For anybody who's listening that uh, that wants to check him out. And um, Philip, what is kind of the you talked about? Santambrus now growing, encompassing four different teams. What is what is the long term vision? What's next? What's next? Um, the the most important thing for us now that we that we have a, had a, this big amplification of um, uh, in terms of number of, of of the of the members. This society that counts also uh, many supporters, many I mean, thirty, fifty people always there for us, mm-hmm. and other uh, another hundred people that come maybe for for the important matches oh. or for the important occasions, mm-hmm. creating uh, an unbelievable uh, an unbelievable atmosphere yeah. at our pitch uh, and things that you, you don't see. Uh, anywhere else uh, uh, in in the city, uh, maybe you know there are many many little count little, many little um, cities, villages, towns uh, around uh, around Milano, and these teams often have supporters uh, because of the fact. They just live in, in in the in the town, and so the the people living in the town uh, just support their team. Sure, but for Milano, it is a complete different um, approach, a complete different um, uh, thing, because you know, million people living there with uh, AC Milan, mm-hmm. Inter FC, um, and also all the other. Upper categories than than ours mm-hmm. because we we belong to the ninth one the, the last one uh, because then we we won the championship but then we relegated mm-hmm. back down we, yeah we are back on uh, on the third uh, category um, but apart from this so we we can count on uh, many people many supporters that um, all the other societies all the other teams. Uh, in our context, uh, don't have. Um, but 
anyways uh, um, we we are seeking for uh, for our um, economic stability and uh, we are we are still struggling about it mm-hmm. so this is the first point of our long-term vision being stable in our project with with the with the people we we already have uh, because um, getting the pro the, the project bigger means also uh, having more people uh, that that are inside the directing board sure. uh, more f- uh, more investments um, sponsors uh, uh, we we have struggled about this to, to find sponsors that that could um, let us express our political ideas without you know being uncomfortable with this okay. uh, given given also the um, the the nowadays context uh, in, in Italian politics yeah that's very interesting so i mean you've had you approach potential sponsors and they're a bit wavy and and iffy on ah it's too political for us is that the case sometimes okay sometimes it happens it happened also we had a sponsor and because of um of our position of our position there, there were there, there was a you know um difference of interests uh, mm. that uh, led to uh, to break up this partnership uh, this sponsorship and um, so yeah about it about this uh, issue we would like to to improve by our side too so to being uh, more um, you know um, active on uh, on the sponsor side because we are um, uh, an organization that uh, ha- can be excuse me uh, <laughs> we are we are organization that uh, that many people that we are, are an organization that many people um, could uh, easily like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we we have no problems about um, evidence uh, about uh, mediatic uh, resonance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so we should just uh, use these tools better. Absolutely, and and I think it's it's a struggle of growing any football club or or any business in general. Is you guys have very clear values, mission, vision. How do you grow? without compromising those right and it's and it's a difficult balance to strike and i can imagine in italy at the moment um i mean it's no secret also to all our international listeners you know since october 2022 there is a government in place in italy which let's say is not the warmest maybe to immigration and and initiatives like yours have you seen the the climate changing in italy for for the worse in this sense sincerely i noticed a little difference uh, since meloni and and her government uh, came up Mm -hmm. and um you 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 can notice this in in the in the little things um i have this um um this feeling that uh in the in the last six months uh controls on our sports center have intensified okay and uh, also you know um 
people uh, people that um, that complain more and more uh, about mm, I don't know uh, noises from the stadium due to the supporters uh, or um, any any kind of things you know lights uh, uh, switched on uh, until uh, I don't know midnight or half past eleven. Uh, we, sure. We finish our trainings at half past eleven. Okay. So yeah, well, yeah. Um, okay, so uh, from the municipality, um, we we receive many complaints, uh, uh, many uh, communications uh, of uh, you know. Um, we, we, we don't like uh, what you do and uh, people uh, uh, around you and living around you don't like uh, what uh, what you bring on and well, so every time we are uh, you know uh, targets of um, of people that that, that that try to to, to block our activities uh, activities uh, even with uh, you know normatives uh, and uh, um, I don't know uh, about the infrastructure too. We have some problems sometimes uh, on on payments, but this this is not only due to the to the political context uh, that has just um, you know um, now is a bit um, softer on uh, on fascist uh, declarations or mm. uh, yeah. You know, fascist uh, uh, expressions. Sure. Yeah, and it it can be scary, right? I mean, we see it on the news also outside of Italy that uh, you know it's things are not going in in the nicest direction forward, especially when it comes to diversity within the country. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, and what about the the Fijici, the the Italian Football Federation? What is your relationship like with them as a club? Do do they help with with any of this, with with you guys, and 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 helping to to promote you within the public as an example, or are they quite quiet? Um. So um, the federation as um has quite a good um, reputation about us uh, and the, the also this is the reason why they, they gave us an award on 2018 for the best project of um, inclusion and um, uh, social uh, social inclusion in, in, in sports and football. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the the complicated part, uh, by the way, with the federation is uh, getting uh, all the documents for for asylum seekers, uh, and uh, and everybody who who's not uh, Italian. Overall, for uh, um, underaged, you know, you know, under under eighteen people uh, that are here without their parents, mm. are the most complicated case. Uh, when when we had uh, more or less 40 uh, asylum seekers at the beginning uh, uh, we succeeded to to make documents to almost all of them three four people we we, we couldn't afford to to make them documents and uh, so sometimes uh, you know bureaucracy is um, is a block yeah but uh, 
but for uh, other kinds of uh, initiatives the uh, federation supports us for other initiatives uh, they just um, they no they just um, cut our legs mm. uh, maybe um, you know when when referees uh, write about uh, our supporters that uh, you know maybe uh, they use uh, smokes on the pitch or okay. things that we we received very high fees but ah okay high. so we, like uh, in italian multe fines is a fines wow. I, I i call them fees but it's more like taxes i guess yeah unfortunately um, yeah <laughs> yeah but our, our fines are are, are very high wow. and the price is uh, is not really affordable um so we we every time uh, our armata pirata which is uh, the name of our supporters sure every time armata pirata receives a fine uh they're they're forced to organize a benefit uh, night uh, can imagine uh, yeah and and a, and a benefit event uh, to in order to pay this fine you know it's it's a bit crazy for me that the the FGC the Italian Federation which outside of Italy Philip quite frankly has a horrible reputation when it comes to racism for example i mean it's the same together with the Lega Calcio that did a campaign uh, 3 years ago against racism where they used paintings of monkeys um and then they had to botch the whole thing after 3 days so you would think that they would have it in their heads to say hey look this is a great opportunity for us to position ourselves with to show actually that our values are not those of that campaign to show that italian football can be progressive and appeal to an audience outside of italy which it's struggling to do right because i mean i know even myself i watch less and less Serie A, more and more uh, of other leagues because you know not only is the football not as good as it used to be but also it's not nice to see, you know, players insulted for for 90 minutes and with racist incidents, etc. So, I would think, but maybe I'm naive, that it would be a great opportunity for the Fiji Chi to to partner and elevate and and promote you guys. But um, apparently, that's not the case. No, apparently not. They they sure could do better mm-hmm. about it, and. Uh, Yes, unfortunately, the federation um, it it has had also um, a big imprinting from uh, its former president, uh, who was a uh, um, you know a firm uh, uh, member of the Lega. Carlo Tavecchio. Esatto, yeah. Carlo Tavecchio yeah. uh, was a uh, was a former president uh, of uh, of the federation before uh, he died. But now there is another. Uh, another person which brings on uh, his uh, his work so mm, that there is a kind of continuity with uh, with what with what tabacchio has brought on during uh, during the years uh, he is well, he is well known for uh, uh, for a fact that uh, maybe it's better not to uh, to remind it here certainly but, uh, yeah maybe maybe you want to but uh... yeah and i mean for for the listeners that don't know i mean carlo tavecchio essentially elected 
by a huge margin of victory uh, a few years ago to become president of the Italian Federation after having gone an entire summer uh, making off-the-cuff racist comments uh, about uh, about black players in Italy uh, in press conferences. And very much, I mean, for me, when I see that, I say this is really a low point for Italian football. As you said, it's it almost seems like sometimes they don't care, the federation. Um, I mean, that's the negative view, but that they, they don't really care about making Italian football oh. inclusive, correct? No, it is. Uh, it's, it is true what you say, unfortunately. Uh, we, we found out this also because being the, 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 the first, uh, the, the, being the president, uh, the first uh, person having uh, such, uh, such thoughts, uh, it's easy to imagine uh, that every time uh, there is a, maybe a racist incident, uh, the federation closes uh, more than one eye. Mm-hmm. And this is what happened to us. Uh, the first season uh, we uh, we played against um, a team uh, with uh, with some supporters. You know the, the, what I was telling you before about little towns and and everybody that support the towns team. Uh, the players received uh, many insults and they were um, compared to. Um, to gorillas and the federation didn't uh, didn't uh, uh, con- con- condemn condemn yeah horrible they did, didn't condemn at all this fact uh, they didn't receive a single fine about it and so every time we receive uh, i don't know 500 euros of fine uh, because of a um, uh, of a little uh, you know yeah, a little smoke uh, screen. Yeah, yeah, smoke yeah. Or, or, or this kind of stuff. Uh, it's sad. Yeah, it's sad. it definitely is. I mean, the priorities, um, unfortunately, are clearly not not necessarily humanistic ones for the federation. But Philip, yeah. I want to end, you know, on on a more positive note because I really I admire the work you guys are doing. Uh, the journey you've been on. Next time I'm in Milan, uh, I'm gonna contact you because I want to stop by uh, the training facility and interview a few people there and uh you'll be welcome would be great and so philip you moved to santambrose in fact from another club uh in milano uh, a couple of years ago what why what led you to say i want i want to be with that club i i, I like what they're doing why santambrose this um a very a very personal uh, uh, question but I'll be glad to to answer uh, so I was playing uh, for a team um, we, which the, the pitch wasn't far from from ours uh, from ours and um, I I was just thinking about quitting football mm. I, I wanted just to quit football I wanted to leave my team, my former team, um, because I, I had no um, relationship anymore with my uh, former coach uh, because of personal uh, issues. Um, and I was playing with, um, with two close friends of mine and they were the reason why I was still playing there. And both of them, uh, since uh, the um, since Santa Ambrose was born, 
they they liked um, this reality they liked uh, uh, all the all the all, all the things around it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, and they were willing to to change uh, to change team and uh, so it, it was already um, in our heads the idea uh, of moving to Saint Ambrose sooner or later. We were there uh, probably because uh, we, we had a good relationship with our uh, teammates uh, and we just wanted to, to try to win the, the championship. So we stayed in, in, in this team uh, until I, I decided to leave. And uh, during that summer, one, uh, one friend of mine was uh, playing and uh, was in the directing board of, of Saint Ambrose. He he just suggested me. He just offered me to to join the the club. And uh, I thought about it uh, a week. I talked about it with my friends. They were enthusiastic uh, to to follow me with um, with this new adventure. And now we we play. We are inside the directing board. The three of us. And uh, we help as like as we could, as we can, and and we are very glad of it. Uh, I think even if my life asked me to quit football, uh, this last train has changed my life. It has changed my feelings, uh, and also uh, it gave me again uh, some hope on uh, on the values that football bring and these values must not be uh, forgotten must not be left behind and santambras reminded me all this and it reminds me that every day every time i i I put my my shoes. I go on the pitch. I I look up and I see all these people singing and uh, getting mad for this team. Amazing, uh, Philip! You should be very proud uh, of uh, of the work you guys are doing. Uh, thanks for sharing your story with us on Hosman FC. Thank you, Nicola. Well, there you have it, listeners. That was my conversation with Philip Sasson. As you see, we went in a bunch of different directions. But then again, that's what football is all about. Sometimes not just about what's happening on the pitch, but everything surrounding it. And I think that's exactly what Santambrus FC represents. If you would like to hear more content like this, again, make sure to subscribe. Write us in, lostinpostulation at gmail.com. You can also follow us on our socials. We have our own Hussman FC one on Instagram at the moment. Listeners, I bid you farewell and look forward to talking to you soon. Take care.